Welcome to In Focus. I'm John Lieberman, joined by a very special guest, Martin Barkman, the Senior Vice President and Global Head of Solution Management for the Digital Supply Chain here at SAP. Martin, it's good to see you. John, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So if you, let's just jump in. If you do a Google search right now for COVID-19, right near the top of that, the stories start about supply chain, uncertain supply, demand volatility, constrained capacity. What are you seeing on the front lines of this supply chain issue right now? There's no doubt right now, supply chains are more important than they've ever been. I mean, look, as people, we need supply chains to help us continue to live and function. And in the midst of this crisis, companies are realizing that supply chains have to now be more resilient than ever before. We are living through the era where our supply chains are going to be tested. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. I would venture to say that there was a huge percentage of people in the world who prior to this probably never used the term supply chain. They just kind of assume that things are going to get to their grocery store shelves or medical supplies are going to get to the hospitals. So let me ask you this. What are you seeing in terms of how companies are kind of leading the way here? Yeah. So first of all, I think it's important for everyone to know what a supply chain really is. And it starts with getting material typically from the ground and creating something out of it. And of course, that happens in multiple stages. Uh, you might rely on suppliers, so you've got to procure components. You have to design the products into the right structure. You have to manufacture it. That might require multiple stages. And then ultimately, it has to be distributed to the point of the retail customer and even to the point of consumption for the individual consumer. So there is behind every product that we consume as individuals, a supply chain or many supply chains. And these supply chains were already undergoing changes, becoming more networked, becoming more customer centric, lots of investments in automation. And the companies that already were down a path of making those investments are now actually in a better position to showcase the resilience of their supply chain. Let me give you an example. We've got several consumer product companies that are using SAP software already, and they are able to better match demand and supply and do that exercise instead of weekly on a daily level, on an hourly level, using these digital platforms that they've invested in. And we think that's cool, not just because those companies are more successful, but we as consumers actually now have access to those products more reliably and more frequently. Yeah, and so you mentioned a little bit about what SAP is doing. Let me ask you about the integrated business planning. Talk a little yeah. bit about that. What is it and, and what's it doing at this point? So imagine if you're, if you're sitting and, and you have a, a supply chain operation. You have to decide, what's my demand uh, now look like? And of course, you could have historically applied lots of statistics, but right now, demand is radically changing. Some products are spiking. Home computing equipment, for example, is in high demand. Even things like bread machines are actually seeing a spike in demand. But at the same time, there are products that are important but that are seeing less demand. And of course, this picture is changing 
over time, and it's radically different in different parts of the country. So then you have to decide whatever product you make, what's my capacity? Has that changed? And where should I make the product? And when I make it, in what quantity? What mix of products, right? Do I make the large bottle sizes or the small bottle sizes? That exercise now has to happen more frequently and faster because the world is changing. So how do you do that? Well, it's very cumbersome to try to do it with things like spreadsheets and having meetings. Why? Because let's face it, you might have to do it remotely or part of your workforce may not be there. So the way to, to tackle it is to have an environment, have a digital environment, an application where all of this information can come together and you can run calculations, maybe even optimizations to figure out, you know what, based on that picture of demand and what I know about my capacity, here's the plan I'm going to pursue. And then the moment something changes, you can quickly rerun that plan. So it's like you have a digital environment, almost like a digital mirror of your real world supply chain that allows you to do these analyses, optimizations, and even evaluation of different scenarios. And we think that's pretty, pretty powerful for companies to pursue. Yeah, that is, that is super interesting. And you mentioned that some companies were already down this road of digital transformation. What about the ones who really hadn't, obviously nobody could foresee this, what, what's happening now, but what about those companies who, they were thinking about doing this in the future. They were thinking about, well, this will be next year or two years out. What do you say to those companies? Yeah, well, it's never too late to start. And of course, one of the things that we've really uh, focused on at SAP is making it easier to adopt and get started with our software. We offer this application uh, through our uh, cloud, right? So you don't have to install it on your own servers. You can subscribe to it. We have a vast ecosystem of partners, including our own consulting organization that can help configure and get the application up and running. This can be predominantly done in a remote environment. And we would like to see companies benefit from this measured in weeks from now, not months from now. So we have a, a great team that companies can talk to and we can help them see how to get started in, in a tangible way, in a meaningful way, in a relatively short amount of time. Let me ask you this last question, Martin. You know, we know kind of through the mass media what's on the minds of consumers when it comes to supply chain, you know, toilet paper on the shelves and, uh, you know, syringes for tests or not syringes, but swabs uh, for COVID tests. But what keeps you up at night as an expert? It's very rare that you see an interview with a supply chain expert in the media, and we know why that is. But what keeps what what is concerning to you, and what also gives you the most reason for optimism here? So, I, uh, as a manufacturing guy, it should come to no surprise that my biggest concern is safety. Uh, it's safety of people as they now return into their work environments, whether it's in offices where they're managing supply chains or actual production or distribution locations. And, you know, by and large, most companies focus on safety in a very, very uh, structured way, right? If, if there's a safety hazard, it gets identified, discussed, flagged, and hopefully mitigated and remediated. What we now face is a whole new uh, set 
of safety hazards, which is employee-to-employee -employee infection risk. And I believe companies have to treat employee-to-employee -employee infection risk as a new safety incident and manage it as such. The good news is there are applications, there are methodologies and processes for that. But we need to get, uh, obviously, supply chains up and running. And I just would like, what, what I worry about is the safety of the people behind it. I do believe we need to, to take a hard look at that. Uh, it's something that often doesn't get discussed, but it does keep me up at night. Do you think, I know I said that was going to be the last question, but do you think that COVID-19 is going to change the supply chain system forever? I guess what I'm trying to say is we're so, um, you know, everything is connected on such a global level. Will COVID have a, a, a lasting impact on that, do you believe? It, it is going to cause uh, all of us uh, to ask some very, very fundamental questions about what are the risks we face in our supply chain and how many of those risks are we willing to live with versus which of those risks do we want to uh, plan for and mitigate for given these types of situations could reoccur, right? Take the topic of inventory. Look, you can keep buffers of inventory for lots of, to buffer against bad things and, and uncertainties. Do we keep buffers of inventory such that we can essentially make our way through a, a three-month shutdown from a pandemic? In some cases, the answer might be yes. In some cases, look, that doesn't make economic sense. I do believe that this pandemic is going to force us to ask questions about all the elements in our supply chain, criticality of raw materials, the ability to willingness to carry inventory buffers, willingness to have manufacturing perhaps more distributed, maybe having more flexibility in our plants, maybe having manufacturing closer to the point of consumption. I think we're going to think about distribution, even the way we maintain the assets in the supply chain. Now, in many cases, I'm not so sure things are just going to change because of this one thing. In other cases, there were already trends underway causing supply chains to change. For example, many supply chains were moving closer to the point of consumptions. Why? Because customers demand products immediately. They don't want it to be made far away in a, in a low-cost country. They want the product now. But I think that the, the, the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, is shining a light on supply chain, causing us to ask questions. But you know what? These are good questions to ask, even in normal times. And I'm very confident in the, uh, the entrepreneurial nature and the adaptability of those folks in supply chain that there's no doubt that we're going to have stronger supply chains as a result of this. I mean, just back to my safety issue. Look, by having better methods of managing employee-to-employee -employee infection risk, maybe the common cases of cold and regular flu will go down as well. And we will be overall much healthier. So I'm actually very positive, but it's going to require some work. Yeah, sure will. Sure will. Martin Barkman, Senior Vice President, Digital Supply Chain at SAP. Martin, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Stay safe and good to chat with you. Good chat with you. Thank you.